0: You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don
1: Luzader, and Producer Cass and anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO.
0: Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. Pastor Alex Bryant in the house. Man, we are having a great discussion. I, we're breaking all the rules that I set. I, I have one major rule for this show. Save it for the air. But my man... Rep Darren Chapel, we are having too much good discussion. We can't put it all on the air today.
1: We can't. There's no time. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love talking about this stuff. In fact, this evening, if anybody's going to be in Jasper County, I'm speaking on these very subjects tonight in Jasper County to the Missouri Republican Assembly.
0: Where's that going to be at? Give the details. Uh,
1: well, it's, uh, it's, it's at, an individual's house okay so not So personally. i I'm, i don't want to i don't want to put her on blast <laughs> uh but it's a kathy joe Loy's house is okay. where it is so if you're in the area and you know kathy joe give her a holler i'm sure she'd be happy to have you but it's the missouri republican assembly in jasper county and they've asked me to come speak about you're never going to hear me use the word rhino i just don't use that word yeah. uh because not because i don't believe in conservatism i've been called a lot of things over the years rhino's not ever been one of them but I I struggle with the concept that we're going to divide the party in yeah. such a way that we're not effective.
0: I'm with you there. I do like that. But hey, let's get to this. We got a guest we invited to join us. His name's Will Sharf. He's been a friend of our show. He's running for attorney general here in the state of Missouri. How are you this morning, Mister Will Sharf?
2: I'm doing great, Alex. Great to be with you and Darren and the gang. I hope you guys had a had a great Christmas.
0: We had a good one. How about you? Anything special you do?
2: Yeah. Well, it's actually my mother's birthday, um so that's kind of the wow. the the big post christmas event in the shark family um but uh but yeah, just great to be with family and uh and excited to uh to get back down to it once we hit january all
0: right well, this is gonna tell me a lot about you now, did you cheat your mom and only give her a birthday slash Christmas gift, or does she get separate gifts? <laughs>
2: She's uh she's w- well taken care of in the gift department uh between me, my my dad and my brother. I can't right, that. But, uh, all right, that's, a, that's a good question, Alex.
1: <laughs> That was a very there was a, that was a very diplomatic answer too, Will.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it. You said it, Darren. Uh let's dive into this stuff. Darren, uh we got Will on the line and um Darren actually is the one that um set this one up for you to be here. Um I I got some stuff I want to talk to you about. Um uh, But, you know, I also want to give Darren the opportunity. I know that for those that are listening, you are a part of um, President Trump's legal team and um, you're helping him. There's a lot of craziness that's happening out there. Can you give us any insight on um, this case in Colorado? I know he's got the other stuff going on, but what do you guys see happening with um, him and the ballot issue there in Colorado?
2: Yeah, you know, Colorado, it's part of this national campaign that's led primarily by... Uh, left-wing dark money groups like Crew, uh they're making a, a wildly bad legal argument uh, to kick Trump off the ballot based on the, the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. Now, President Trump's never been indicted for insurrection. He's certainly never been convicted for insurrection. The Colorado Supreme Court, uh, a bare majority of it, issued this, what I think is just an insane decision, Uh, kicking him off the ballot. But I think they knew what they were doing was wrong. They stayed their own opinion uh, pending Supreme Court review. Uh, My expectation, I think everybody on President Trump's team's expectation, uh, is that the Supreme Court's going to get involved and and right the wrong there. Uh, But it's just it's part of this bigger effort uh, of lawfare that's being waged against President Trump, whether it's the criminal investigations brought by the Biden DOJ whether it's this effort to keep him off the ballot, uh there is just this totally unprecedented coordinated campaign uh to 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 harass, to uh essentially punish President Trump legally for what he believes in and what he stands for. And that's just wrong and un American.
0: Yeah. It is. Go ahead, Go honestly. Ahead,
1: well, uh I I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um I'm actually filling in for Alex on January the 1st and I'm going to be dealing with this topic from a historical constitutional perspective uh because there's misinformation that abounds unfortunately from from more side than just one but I think that um, I think will uh, you're 100% right that this is a politicization of the uh voting process in such a way that it has no constitutional merit I, I'm confident the Supreme Court will strike this down and I think the Colorado Supreme Court is confident of that as well, and that's why they put that stay on their own decision. So that that's a good point. But let's bring it a little closer to home. Um, how is the uh, how's the campaign for Attorney General going for you?
2: The campaign's going great. You know, we we've uh, we've been building out our schedule for events in January, February, March. I mean, it's going to be just a busy couple months on the trail. Uh, but as you know, Darren, you know, we've been hitting it hard for the past year. We've been all over the state. We're going to keep getting all over the state. Uh, the basic message that we're carrying uh, is that Jefferson City has not been getting it done uh, from the perspective of, of conservative uh, conservative policy, from the perspective of conservative objectives. Uh, this is a state that's that's run by Republicans, but isn't getting red state results. And I think up and down the ballot, voters are going to have a a once-in-a-generation opportunity next August to put real conservatives into office, to take back Jefferson City from the special interests and the establishment politicians. And that message seems to be resonating, whether it's in southwest Missouri or northeast Missouri or just all over the state. So we're really excited about the road ahead. I think it's going to be a, a fun road to August.
0: So, Will, you said that you said what a lot of people say. I hear them say it when they call into the show. I talk to people. You know, Missouri, we have the House, the Senate. You know, the governor. Um, we're not getting they. They didn't get a lot of stuff done for us. I mean, education reform. People want that in a major way. Um, you can look at some of the things that we need. Um, IP reform. What are you going to do as the Attorney General? That's going to make a difference that these other ones haven't.
2: So I think, first of all, you know, I think it's incumbent on all of our statewide office holders. I, I don't want people running the state who are bought and paid for by special interests and the lobbyists. I said almost from day one that I wouldn't take any money from, from Missouri-registered lobbyists. I think that's the right thing to do. I think it's important that we drive that sort of cultural change in Jefferson City. Uh, I've said that we're going to investigate state departments and agencies like DESI, the State Department of Education, Darren Chappell knows this better than just about anyone. He's the one who uh, really did the first deep dive on the DESI budget uh, that I've seen in in years. Uh, That's a department that needs to be looked at. It needs to be looked at by people who have a conservative lens, a conservative vision for what education should look like. I think that department is violating any number of state laws. Uh, I think there needs to be accountability there. Uh, just up and down the line, I think we have government bureaucrats in Jefferson City who are driving policy in a way that's deeply at variance uh, with the policy priorities and preferences of the voters who are electing reps and senators and governors and AGs and everybody into office. And I think that just has to change.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I thanks for the hat tip on that, Will. Um, not, not to get us back into that discussion we were having off the air the reason why I'm the one who found that is because I've been involved in public budgeting for 20 years plus and nobody else in the house has that experience. So I saw it immediately and others who are, have been in charge of the budget had never recognized it before. And that's a function of term limits as well. And it is what Will's talking about that we have the lobbyist core and the, and the staffers that have this power and that's a function of term limits. And, and that's just a reality. However, it is the reality and it's not going to change anytime soon. And I'm not dumb enough to try and change it myself. That's the voter decision. I don't want to override the voters. I just say, I just want people to understand you get to throw the pebble into the pond, but you don't control where the ripples go. So it's up to us now as, as representatives, as senators and as elected officials at the state level. It's up to us now to manage the system that we have and try to overcome the difficulties that we find uh, when we approach these things from conservative perspectives.
2: Yeah, but My complaint's a little bit different, Darren, which is that if our state government were functioning correctly, it wouldn't be the responsibility of a single state representative to figure out that DESI is misspending billions of dollars. That's something that the State Board of Education, appointed by the governor, confirmed by the Senate, should be doing. That's something that, frankly, the, the Commissioner of Education and the professional staff in Desi, uh, they shouldn't be doing things that badly. Uh, whether it's House committees, Senate committees, professional staff in the House, professional staff in the Senate, the governor's staff. I mean, there are any number of, of people in Jefferson City who should be attuned to this issue. But because of this sort of systemic failure we've seen, where the deep state and the bureaucracy is essentially running itself, and where nobody's riding herd on them, nobody's demanding accountability, it's left to individual reps and senators like you uh, to carry a burden that's just not fairly placed on your shoulders. Well, uh, When you think about the fact that the State Board of Education today <coughs> looks a lot like the State Board of Education as it was under Jay Nixon, our last Democrat governor. When you think about the fact that the woman running Desi today is the same woman who was running Desi under Jay Nixon. She's about to leave, but the point still stands. I mean, we have a real problem with a deep state and a bureaucracy in Jefferson City that is not answerable to or accountable to the people of Missouri, and we've got to change that.
1: Yeah, I I don't disagree, and and I'm not arguing that it should be the case that a freshman— uh, representative ought to come in there and have to find it. I'm just saying that's the way it was, and I'm not going to back down from the process just because it's bad.
2: Absolutely. It Absolutely.
0: Well, Will, we appreciate you, brother. Um, where can people find you, get in touch with you um, if they need to, um, they want to support you?
2: You can find us on social media at Will sharp That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Truth Social. And you can find us online at VoteSharf.com. Uh Merry Christmas, guys. Great to be with you. And if I don't talk to you, have a happy new year.
0: VoteSharf dot com. There it is. So thanks for your time. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.
2: Thanks, Alex. See you, I Will. Hey, we
0: got a lot, um, a lot of good stuff happening around here. Man, we had a great show. It's always crazy how quickly it goes by, Darren. I think you and I could have another couple of hours of discussion. I can't wait, my brother. You are going to be filling in for me. I'll be um out for um New Year's, but I'm going to have you back on here again, and I'm going to put We're going to do it in an hour, and we're going to go toe to toe. Um, on this um, term limits. Now, I'm, I'm readily going to admit, this dude knows more about the Constitution than he's forgotten more than I even know. I get there. But I'm going to come at you from a common sense brother perspective because that's what I am. I'm a common sense brother. And I'm going a, I'm to a break it down like that. So Okay, bring your lunch. Because <laughs> you said it. You said it. You enjoy a good fight. I'm a pastor. I can always talk to so I love That's doing good. that as well. Hey, we got just a little bit more, just a little bit more um, for you. We're going to get to that right after this traffic, this quick little traffic update with Garrett.